Welcome to No Man's Land, brought to you by Tennis Zone Plus, Washington, D.C.'s premier tennis retailer. Welcome into No Man's Land Tennis Podcast. It is cold, snowy. It's the tundra here in Washington, D.C. We had a big snowstorm. Uh, not able to get outside on any of these courts, uh, but that doesn't mean the tennis action isn't popping off anywhere else. So, down under we have two tournaments in the men's game, um, and then we had a bunch of college matches kick off this week. What do you want to dive into first, Fred? Take it away. Let's talk about the tour. Started last night. Yeah. Yeah, I think a match of the night was uh, TFO and Quarantine Mute. Match of the night? <laughs> Yeah, I guess if you watch the Instagram highlights, then okay. <laughs> if you actually watch the match, it was not the match of the night. Well, I'm really just saying it's the match of the night because I picked Mute in my fantasy tennis this week. If you guys didn't get in on that, you should probably hop in. Um, we're still accepting late entries, but let's get them in fast before the, the matches start again tonight. Anyway, yeah, I picked Mute. Took out Francis. It's a big scalp for Mute. I hate picking against Americans, um, but felt like a bright pick, and it was a business pick, and I like him because he's just a lunatic. He plays crazy tennis. What do you mean by crazy tennis? There's no patterns. There's just, like, he's just going for everything. No real, like, you know, thought to his game. The serve isn't big. You feel like he's just running around slapping, and it worked. (laughs) Yeah, there wasn't much, um, there there wasn't much rallying going on in that match, um. There was only a handful of double-digit rallies the entire match. And then I flipped over to McDonald and Gasquet, and that's tennis that people actually would enjoy to watch. Yeah, um, but, I mean, you're leaving out a massive part here. We're watching this match, and one of our friends texts us, and he says, you know, is it just me, or is Francis kind of, like, underperforming? And I said, well, I don't know, he's still kind of young. In my head, I'm thinking, he's still kind of young. And then the, the, the question turns to Fred, because he's coaching and everything, and I'm just like, Fred, if, if, if Francis had you on staff, like, what, what, what could we do here? Yeah, I mean, definitely do something about his forehand. Um, but I, I don't know. There's guys that have unique quirks that... Like, I, I, like our friend Keith is dead set that the forehand is like the end all be all for Francis and I to be honest I think yeah technique's important but he's athletic and capable enough and he's gotten this far with his forehand that like I don't think that that is the biggest differentiator what from putting him at what's he ranked now 70 or 60 he's 61 60 into the top 30 to go up 30 spots I don't think Completely reworking the forehand is the end-all, be-all for that. Obviously, I think it would help. Um, I think there's just a few things tactically he could do a little differently. But he's got a good team around him. I think he's got a new... There's looked like there was a new guy sitting in his box um, yesterday. So I, I didn't recognize the guy. But hopefully he's taking some strides and, and switching things up a little bit and see if he can make a push. Because he's got the talent. He's got the... I mean, athleticism for sure. That's what all the commentators always say. Um, no, I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you. I mean, he's he's still young. I mean, we you know we're gonna pick at these players because we think they're underperforming. But you know, how young is young, right? So uh, he's got the results to back it up. He played Federal tough at that um, at that U.S. Open uh, night session. Like he can do it. So uh, we wish him all the best. But 
and uh, you know, Big's uh, Australian swing coming up as well. Um, moving forward, just looking at the draw in the uh, Murray River Open and the Great Ocean Road. I mean, these names. Also, these names of these tournaments. Did you find out why? Yeah. Do you know why? I don't know why they named them. I know what they are, but I don't like. I know their area. Their their areas in uh, in Australia that were affected by the wildfires last year. So that's why they named, and then the women's event ones like the Yara River and something else. Um, but anyway, Vavrinka's playing in uh, Murray River Open. We'll see if he can start the year strong. Uh, Dimitrov's the second seed there. Um, some matches already over. Um, Shardy beating Marin Chilich last night. Chilich's woes look like they're continuing. Big Mackenzie McDonald win last night over Gasquet. He's got Bolty next. Yeah. Yeah, Bolty. Cole hates Bolt. No, I don't. We love Bolt. <laughs> um, but yeah, things to look forward to. We have, uh, you know, Oger Aliasim is in this draw as well. Um, just happy to have tennis back. And if we go over to Great Ocean Road Open, um, this one's barely underway. Um, but Kevin Anderson taking out Feliciano Lopez last night. Ando has dropped down to like 90, and he was... Yeah, didn't you have a prediction on one of our last podcasts? That he's going to... He's going to bounce back this year. He was career you high. he's going to make it, I think, top... Did you say top 20? I'm pretty sure you said he was I'll make, make that claim now. I think yeah. Kevin Anderson will be... Uh, Start, starting off hot. Kevin Anderson will be top 25 by the end of the year. Yeah. He's sitting around 80 or 90 right now. He won last night. Good good start. And he's yeah. got a winnable next match. Yeah. So, I don't know. We're just getting, unstu- we're just getting started here. Um, lots going on in the pro game. It's good. I mean, it's always nice to be done with work and it's 5 p.m. and it's 10 a.m. over there and they're starting tennis well the, so we get all all night we get tennis and it feels good now but the best is yet to come for you know this australia time so we have the australian open coming up but you know a week from today the atp cup starts tonight yeah that's gonna be epic who are you picking in the cup Ooh, well for our bracket challenge, I picked Russia to win it. Um, let's see. Yeah, I think I had Russia beating Spain. Um, if you guys are listening today and you haven't signed up, you have until this Monday evening. 6 p.m. Um, Eastern time. Yeah, to sign up. It looks like we got about 40 people in. I'm, get, I'm giving away. I'm partnered with Wilson. We're giving away a free uh, Wilson racket, any kind that you want. You can special order it, and I'll send it to you. Um, so yeah, I mean, you're only going to be competing against 38 or 39 other people. So hop in there, make your picks. Cole, who do you like? Uh, I think you and I had the same final in, um, Russia and Spain. And I think our finals are different. So I think I'm going to go with Spain because I'm, I'm just basing that on Nadal's going to win every match he plays. Bold picture, bold prediction. I know, um, and then you just need to find one more. And if I don't know who's playing doubles for them, but if it's if it's like Granollers, and um, it's Granollers and Carnabusta, no, it's not. Is it? That's the team of four. Yeah. Well, Nadal, Gran- Batista, Gu, Granollers, and Carnabusta. Okay, so Granollers. Um, I played with Nadal. Well, Grenadiers played in the uh, ATP World Tour Finals for doubles. Yeah. So, I mean, he's the top doubles player. Yeah. So, I'm thinking that he could win some matches at the double spot. Um, and 
um, Batista Agu. Who would you play there? Would you play Batista Agu or Carreno Busta in that second spot? Agu. You think so? Agu doesn't lose. Yeah, but like Carreno Busta uh, made centers yeah, yeah. the uh, U.S. Open. Well, I know he's having he's having. I mean, he had a really good year, but I don't know. I guess you're. It's a luxury to be in that position. It's true. But anyway, tonight you have Canada and Italy, and then you have Serbia and um, I'm sorry, you have Austria and Italy. Yeah. And then you have Serbia and Canada. Djokovic, Shapovalov, Team Berrettini as the featured matches. Are you going to pull an all-nighter? Probably. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that the first group, I think, is what intrigues me the most, is the Serbia, Germany, and Canada. I mean, we're going to get to see Shapo and Novaks, and then we're going to get to see <laughs> Sasha, Drama, Zverev. And that's nicely put. Novaks yeah. play each other. I mean, that's and then we get to see Sasha and Shapovalov play each other. And don't forget, dude, people sleep on Canada. I mean, dude, every time, Sha- yeah, but every time Shapovalov's played, I almost, I don't, I almost don't like this matchup. Like, I, I think that you should have put Shapovalov to play Lajovic and Raonic to play Djokovic. Well, I don't think you can maneuver it like that. Uh, you can't do it like a college thing. No, they. I think they it's play ranking, by place ranking. by ranking. Like, I think that's why Felix, for example, is playing one of the ATP two fifties because he didn't get the invite to the team. Because mm. if he play, if he came, he would have had to play doubles only, unless they decided to sit Raonic because of an injury. Got it. So, because the Canadian team: Shapovalov, Raonic, Polanski, and Steven Diaz. So they have two. I mean two lower-ranked guys, and they have two guys right at the top. But because Felix is right below them, because there's three Canadians in the top 20. Yeah. Um, Tennis Canada. Yeah, doing big things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'm picking Spain. Yeah, and I've got Russia, so. Daniel. Transitioning. College tennis. Yeah, it's been almost two weeks now since the um, kickoff weekend. Um, which is where they host these pods of four teams at the highest-ranked universities, um, and the winner of the pod goes to the National Indoors, where they play this eight-team tournament um, to determine what they sort of call or deem the winter national champion for tennis. And so seven of the eight spots are clinched up. There was some controversy because they were playing in Michigan and University of Michigan and the state of Michigan closed down all athletics so they couldn't play the final match between I believe it was A&M and it was two schools in Texas um, I think maybe Baylor as well but um, they couldn't play so now they're going back to Texas and they're playing this coming Sunday <laughs> at SMU they're not even playing at one of their universities, they, they picked a neutral, neutral site. And so then the winner of that will be the eighth team. The first seven are USC, Southern Cal, uh, UNC, Chapel Hill, uh, TCU, University of Texas, University of Virginia with a shocking win, University <laughs> of Tennessee, shout out, go Vols, and Illinois. Illinois is the host site, so they're technically unranked, so but is the that, host site gets to play. Is that in order of ranking? Yeah, so I mean right now, so USC, UNC, TCU, and Texas 
are the number one through four in the country okay. in, in the ITA rankings. All right. And then five was Ohio State, but they lost to UVA at home. So now UVA is the number eight team in the country, but they're the fifth team in the kickoff or in the national indoors. Interesting. Tennessee is number 10 in the country, and they went and dismantled the Wolfpack. And the Wolfpack were eight in the country. So we'll see, waiting on these last couple matches, or last match in Texas to see who fills the final spot. And then, yeah, we've got national indoors coming in a, in a few weeks. Who, who should be in that final? Like, who should win the indoors? Who should be in the final of the national indoors? Yeah, I mean... I mean, we're pulling for Tennessee. Yeah, dude, Carolina. <laughs> Carolina at full strength is really, really good. TCU... Yeah, but Carolina almost lost to Virginia Tech. Yeah, but they didn't play two guys. Okay, we left that out. So You left that out yesterday. <laughs> yeah, so... But, I mean, Tech didn't have Mitch playing. Oh, uh, so. that's true, yeah. And Alex didn't really play as well as I thought he could play. He lost maybe like six deuce points, um, which is just how it goes sometimes. But, yeah, to TCU just beat Baylor, who's six in the country. And Baylor could be going to this event. So they've already beaten a team who is six in the country and could also be going to this event. Um, so I think it's going to be – dude, Texas is good. It's a toss-up. UVA is is like sneaky good. Like they shouldn't be that good. But they are, and I don't. I, I don't know. I think they win a lot because I think they just they have like that swag, and they they know like they've won Natty Champs. They have the stars on the back of their jerseys from their national titles. Like they just walk with that swag, like they're gonna win, even though they're not maybe a top ten team. Yeah. But they are. They're eight in the country. The Vols, though. Yeah, I. I mean, we've had you've had Giles Hussey on your uh, never graduate, and then we're we, you know we got boys down there. We have Pat Harper down there. He's a, he's a friend of the pod as well. So we wish those guys all the best. And we're definitely, you know, since Virginia Tech's not in it, and that's our school, we we'll, we'll we'll ride the Vols. Yeah. Well, next on next week's episode, they'll have a draw out, and the matches will just be a few days away. So I'll give my my draw predictions then. Lovely. But, yeah, college tennis is really kicking off. My team is eagerly waiting to play. Um, so hopefully by the end of the spring we're going to be able to do something. But I'm glad that at least a lot of other schools around the country are able to be safely competing and practicing and getting better. Um, just college college tennis is on the rise. A lot more people are going to play college tennis than they did before because they're seeing that elevation you can make in college and then take it on to the pro level um a lot of these guys are doing it or at least coming for a year or two i will say um sort of like the the i I wouldn't say marketing but like the the televising of it has gotten a lot better over the past couple of years i mean we could have found it any match that we wanted to find in the yeah play play sites all these schools are taking some of their budget and they're just investing in four to six cameras at their facility you just they don't need the whole play site system they set up the live stream camera and then it goes online yeah. and you get the free streaming. Um, and it's just a good way to promote the college tennis. It's awesome. What players on tour have played in the uh, national indoors? Um, I mean, Johnson for sure. Um, Noah Rubin's team played. He only played for a year. Um, Gojo is playing this week. Keffer? Um, kept for my. I don't know if they made. They didn't make the team, but he, he made played the individuals. In the individuals yeah, because he played. He beat Joao in the finals. Right. of the individual. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, which we didn't have. I, I think they had something this year. They've changed it. It used to be indoors, and now they've moved it to somewhere warmer. What about, like, um, John Patrick Smith? Yeah, I, I don't, don't know, know off the top of my yeah. head if he tough played question. in it. It is a tough question. Um, there's, I mean, there's just there's so many guys on tour. It just depends. Yeah. Like, I would say J.P. Smith is was a great college player and stuff, and he's made his name sort of on tour, but he's kind of irrelevant. Like, has he ever been top 100 in the world? Like, I don't know. Where, like, someone like Steve Johnson, everyone knows. Yeah. Where, like, I know that I he could was... Throw, I could throw you 100 names who are the same rank as J.P. Smith, but they didn't get, like, a wild card because they're not from Australia, so then they didn't get to make their name in, like, one match. Sandgren? What, did Sandgren play... At Tennessee? At Tennessee. Yeah. 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 Yeah, tennis, played tennis. Ten- tennis tennis Sangren's really, really enjoyed the quarantine down there in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's loving it. So hopefully we get him on soon. Yeah, that would be a fun time. Yeah, I know, right? All right, this takes us to our question of the week. Here it is. If you could form a starting five basketball team of tennis players, who would it be? Tough, yeah. You Men and women? Yeah, take, yeah. Right. I'm not going to be gender specific here. Yeah, you this. go first. You've obviously been thinking about this. Okay. I have not been thinking about this. I just thought it would be a good question. Coming in unprepared. I think you have to put Curios on the team at the at the three. Put him there at the three. Um, let's see. My center would be Riley Opelka. Uh, I think I would go two power bigs. I'd have Riley Opelka on one block, and I'd put Ivo Karlovich on the other. Kyrgios is in there, and then you need two runners. So, um, I don't know. Let's let's think. Can I get Ferrer out of retirement? Yeah, go for it. I'll take Ferrer. Um, and then I need to lock down defender, some lanky guy. Umber. I'll put Umber on the squad. <laughs> Not bad. Man, so I'll start. Yeah, my center would probably be Big John Isner. He's got a jumper. I've seen it. It's true. And then I'd probably play a little small ball after that. I mean, and not so small, but not 6'11", but Steve Johnson's got a wet jumper. <laughs> Dude, Serena in the paint. Oh, true. Throwing it around down low. Um, man, who else? So she'd probably be my three. And then point guard. Oh, man. Yeah, this is, I've uh... seen Francis play basketball, and it's not a pretty sight. That's <laughs> um, cold. God, who else? I mean, some of them. I mean, yeah, you got to have Nick, but I'm not going to pick anyone the same as you. So, no curios. You already picked him. Um, Tanasi. Nah, I don't think any another Aussie. I think. I mean, I've got three Americans right now. I'm gonna stick with the American theme. Put Tommy Paul in there. Dude, you love <laughs> Tommy Paul. We do this. We do this every podcast. Put Tom. Put Tommy in there. That's it. That's all about Tommy. <laughs> but it's not. And Just tune in next week. <laughs> then my point guard, man. I think Paul would be the uh, PG. Yeah, I'll run a two-guard system. <laughs> oh, God, you're <laughs> such an idiot. Um, God, who's another, who's another American? 
Fritz. Dude, no. He looks like he wouldn't find his way around a basketball court. <laughs> um, Corda. Yeah, maybe Corda. He seems like an athlete. No. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I guess I'm going to use my last pick. Caroline Dohat. Dohat! Dude, she's she's been working out. Like, she's, she knows what she's doing. Like... Do you think she's been, you know, do you think she's put some hoops back in her day, back in the oh, Chicago days? For sure. That's an athletic family. Like, that's why I'm picking her. Like, she, that, that's an athletic family. She's not just a tennis player. Like, yeah. I, I think I think she'd be able to figure it out. All so right. so I got Dolheim, Serena, and then I've got Big John, Stevie J, and Tommy Paul. That's a squad. Who did I pick? I picked Kyrgios. Meet me in Orlando. Kyrgios Ferrer. Help me. Kyrgios Ferrer. Who else did I pick? Isner? Oh, no, I know. Kyrgios Ferrer, Karlovich, Opelka. And then who, who Umber is my lank. Yeah. But I miss the women. So I would probably put... No, no, no. You, you don't get to go back and just like because I picked two girls, you now go pick a girl or something. I'm not doing that. I'm saying, but in hindsight, if like, you know, I had to pick one, it would probably be Wozniacki. She's gone. So is Ferrer. So? He's still coaching on tour. She's like trying to learn basketball from David Lee somewhere. Fine, I'd pick after she couldn't learn golf, Fine. so she did Troy. Fine, I'd pick Alize Cornet because she's just like, she just gets all up in your grill. Or Gavrilova, I'd take one of those two because they're just absolutely pests. I'd love to get a poll to see how many people know either of those women on tour. But well, that's why we're the analysts, Fred. Yeah, and that's our show. But fine, take your five. I'll get my five. I'll, I bet you if it was a two-on-two game, Gavrilova and Cornet would beat Serena. And if if so, if me and you had to play two-on-two basketball, like I had to pick someone on tour and you pick someone on tour, who would you pick to play against me? I mean, I would pick Riley Opelka, and I would just throw the ball up because <laughs> I'm 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 the shooter. Yeah, I'll I'll take Keegs. Well, okay. We all knew you were going to take Keegs. <laughs> yeah. No well, problem. The thing is, we'll leave you it, open. But, Freddie, the thing is, like, if you take Keegs, then you're not touching the ball. True. Keegs is going to go full Kemba. Yeah. Except he might actually make a shot. Well, we'll see. Maybe one day when these guys come to the city open, we can shoot some hoops. See what happens. Yeah. Cool. But, all right. Enough rambling. Thanks, guys. See you next week.